happy one year anniversary to the Ashes with Ash podcast. So, I watched the movie Big Fish recently, or should I say I rewatched it because it's such a beautiful movie, but it's been a long time since I've watched it and I swear I get a new lesson out of it every single time I experience this movie. This glorious movie is about storytelling. He explains that stories live on forever, passed down from generation to generation, and with this, sometimes the story changes, or it's not interesting enough to be passed on, memories being lost forever. The thought of this broke my heart, but then I thought of this podcast and all of you, and I realized that I have this platform not only to share these stories with our community, but I have a place for these stories to live on forever. I know we've talked about this in one of my episodes, but so many people diss on people that make podcasts because everyone does it. Well, it makes sense why everyone does. It's such a great way to tell your story and store it somewhere safe to live on and be passed down for generations. I highly recommend you watch Big Fish. Then come share your story with me. Change your story with me to express how it made you feel, not just the facts and details embellish with me and let's live on forever through our stories thank you all so much for listening and to all of my new friends that have joined me on this incredibly rewarding journey i love you all and i had the perfect opportunity to start season two of ashes with ash at my favorite spot barclay rex the new york pipe club all gathered in the private lounge to have a smoke with friends and luckily I brought my podcast gear just in case someone wanted to interview. It turned out that I was sitting with a few great people having awesome conversation. Then I paused to ask if we could record this conversation. Just chatting about smoking and pipes and fine liquor, I was thinking, I love this. The perfect lounge experience, ambiance, and conversation in the Barclay Rex Club was the perfect anniversary gift I could have possibly gotten. Today, we have my friend Dimitri, the pipe expert, and his two lovely friends that wish to remain anonymous, and my Instagram friend, slash now real human friend, Richard, who just happened to be in town. He came to meet me at Barclay Rex, and I immediately just handed him the microphone, and that's how we had our first conversation in person. Thanks again, everyone. I hope you all enjoy. All right. What are you smoking? I am smoking some blend by Dimitri. What is it called? Three Consonants. Tell us about it, Dimitri. Well, um, I made this blend uh, using uh, North American Virginias, uh, North American uh, Burley, Turkish Izmir, uh, semi-oriental from Moldova, and cigar leaf from Indonesia. Wow. That's amazing. How long have you been smoking? Uh, well, I started as a cigarette smoker a long time ago. I had my first cigar over 30 years ago, and I started smoking pipes about 26 years ago. How many pipes do you have? Um, I would say about 200, give or take. <laughs> What's the most expensive pipe you have? Most expensive? Uh, that's uh, one I just finished smoking. It was uh, made for me by Tim Thorpe, a uh, pipe maker from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Specially custom made it for me according to my specifications. 
it worked out really That's well. so cool. How long have you been smoking? Um, as a teenager, then I stopped for a while. So I would say like, what, 20 years or so. Uh, more, a little more than 20 years. But now um, I go for quality. No cigarettes. I make some exceptions for um, exotic cigarettes, like Indonesian clove cigarettes. Otherwise, it's cigars and pipes. What's your favorite thing to smoke? I would say um, if it's not an Indonesian cigarette, it would have to be a Dominican cigar. I like Casadas very much. Big fan. What is that? That's a cool pipe. Is that called something? Uh, this is a Mishan pipe made in Turkey. Uh, that's uh, uh, 2021 pipe of the year made specially for the virtual pipe club. That looks so cool. <laughs> Where did you get that? Well, uh, only members of the virtual pipe club, those who participate in the virtual pipe club meetings on Zoom, uh, could order this pipe. Uh, about 100 of them were made, only for the members. Fancy. <laughs> Richard, what are you smoking? I'm going to smoke an Atabe, uh, and um, yeah, I like him. I, I, all my kit is at my hotel, unfortunately. I will have to come back later with that, but yeah, uh, yeah, an Atabe, and uh, yeah, I like them because they're, they remind me of Cubans, so. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I haven't smoked one yet. They seem good, though. Right. Byron's are really cool. Byron's are like very blueberry kind of profile. So um, yeah, no, I, I, I love smoking these in like reserve. But like my more of my favorite sticks are typically like Opus X uh, and Davidoff's are probably the ones there though. Know, with a proclivity to really well aged Cubans as well. So. Yeah. Oh, you need my tools. Do you like a straight cut or a punch? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. Here, who wants it? Well, though I've been uh, smoking for a long time, I'm still not addicted to nicotine. Though I am addicted to caffeine, I need my cup of coffee in the morning to function properly during the day. <laughs> but uh, I enjoy a taste of good tobacco, either cigar or pipe. I just like Tab uh, flavor of good tobacco. <laughs> Thanks! Sorry. It was like a, an advertisement. We'll be right back after this. Here. I consider myself a non-smoker. Yeah? I can 100%. Like, I, can, like, I, cause I never smoke cigarettes, right? Like, I never smoke cigarettes. And so, like, on my Bumble profile, it says, like, non-smoking. Because, <laughs> like, I found out that people are okay if you smoke cigars. But then it was like, some people were like, oh, cigarettes, that's where they draw the line. I was like, I was like, no, 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 like, I'm super classy. It's like cigars and it smells nice and, and you know, or pipe smells nice, you know. I haven't gotten the pipes, but like, uh, pipe tobacco, but like the, I love cigars. Like, I think it's, it's so much more different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, when you hear smoker, you think cigarettes. 
But even like when I go to the doctors, they're like, do you smoke? I'm like, I smoke cigars. They're like, I don't know how to calculate that. Like, how many packs a day do you smoke? I'm like, there's no packs. I just, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, no, it's funny to me. I don't know if anybody's seen like IT Crowd or anything like that. It's like a old like Netflix show or an old, not, it's not a Netflix show. Anyway, it's IT Crowd. And then like one of the, uh, like the boss in there, she like, goes out to have a smoke in the back and it's like they, they, they keep pushing her further and further away from the building until it's like five miles away from the building <laughs> do you smoke? I just started nice um, you like it? I have a lot and uh, I think Sega is uh, one of my best uh, it's much easier than a pipe <laughs> comforting and Yes. Relaxing, exactly. socializing with all the elder, the elder heads. I feel important. Yes. Oh man, what else? What are we talking about? Here. Well, I uh, remember my first cigar very well. It was uh, Partagas Chico. Uh, Cuban machine made, uh, but it was uh, same tobacco than in uh, handmade uh, Partagas cigars. Uh, when I met uh, met first time Hamlet Paredes, uh, amazing cigar maker from Cuba. Uh, now he works for Rocky Patel. When we started talking, it just happened that his very first cigar was exactly the same as my very first cigar, Partagas Chico. Only he was about 13 years old when he, he had it first time. I was, yeah, he was like 12 or 13 years old. I was in my 20s when I had mine. You were in your 20s when you first started. Thank you. What about you? When did you first start? Smoking cigars? Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I first started smoking cigars, I would say, about uh, three or four years ago. Three or four years ago, I... Uh, I was I was really into bourbon at the time, and I still am. And I was having a uh, um, I was like trading some whiskey with a friend of mine, and he was like, "Hey, do you like cigars?" And I was like, "Ah, you know, like I've tried some before, but it was never really my thing. I didn't like it." And it's kind of like the first time where it's like you've had like wine all your life, but you like you never had good wine. And like that one moment that you have good wine, you're like, "Oh, this is what good wine is." And like, the, so he gave me just randomly like a ten year old like just aged Opus X, and I was like, "What is this?" Like, and I didn't know any better, and I just had it, and I was like, "Wow!" Like, there's all these flavors and there's all these things that I want to go explore, and I, and like I just went like headfirst deep, and I it was like an interesting like. So it's been my favorite kind of thing for there, except like. Of course, everybody says it's like very basic at some level, but I, I, I love my Opus X, so like whatever. <laughs> I like what I like. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> what are you smoking? I'm smoking, oh my gosh, I don't remember. What am I smoking? It's like the vanilla E1, it starts with an A downstairs at Barclay Rex. It starts with an A. What is it? It's so good. It's like very. It's the aroma of this place. So delicious. Yes. It smells like, it smells like a good candle. <laughs> right? Especially the first light. There's just something about it. It's so sweet. Once I'm done with this one, I'm going to try yours. What's the most memorable 
moment you can think of that you were smoking? Um, I would say um, when I tried a couple of different cigars in the same evening in the backyard with a good pairing, uh, with a whiskey tasting. I think that would be my favorite, most memorable smoking experience. That sounds amazing. It's like really nice outside and everything. Oh, beautiful. What's your most memorable smoke? Well, I guess when I first time smoked a Quesada cigar with Manuel Quesada, well, uh, after that, uh, we became really good friends. He's an amazing person. Uh, he has great family. I know him very well. His uh, daughters, uh, Patricia and Raquel, uh, had pleasure of meeting uh, all of them many times and enjoyed talking with them and smoking with them every single time. Actually, my favorite cigar uh, of all time is Manuel Quesada 70. That's one that uh, Manuel blended himself for his personal taste for his 70th birthday. It just happens that his uh, preferences in uh, cigar are very similar to mine. It's <laughs> amazing. Most memorable smoking moment. Uh, so I think most, so I guess there's two, right? There's like favorite smoke that you've had and then there's like favorite smoking moment. Cause like, I think the biggest thing about cigars that I love in the cigar community is like people and the socializing and the setting aside time to just like enjoy your moment with other people. Right. And you just get to slow down a bit. And I think that's a big thing for me. I think my favorite smoke was, um, Ooh. Um, I definitely, I remember the first, uh, ooh, this is a tough one now that I think, okay, I do not, I was not, I was not, I think the last time that I had one that I was like, wow, this is amazing, was I had a, uh, Opus X, uh, forgot what it was called, um, the exact version of it, but the BBMS, which are like, you know, the big bad MFers. And it's a, it's, it was an amazing smoke. And it was one of those ones that when I had it, it just sat me back enough because I don't smoke heavier smokes. And I just like thought about life for a good while. <laughs> and I just thought that was amazing. I was just like, I was like, I'm gonna think about life for a good moment though. But uh, for me, uh, my favorite times are like very much like when I remember uh, just smoking in, uh, in, um, in Vegas with a few friends. And like, we just kind of like rented out a whole section of the Monte Cristo lounge and we were just smoking there and it was like 10 of us and it was just a cool moment that it was just like wow like we're just experiencing this this is awesome where everybody's trying to one-up each other and have you tried this cigar have you tried this one and everyone's swapping back and forth and i think it just made me realize that i was like okay like that community and that kind of spirit is like a high like a an environment where people are sharing and being generous to each other is a like an area or community that i want to be a part of so I think, like, right then I knew I wanted to, like, dig deeper into it. Love it. Black Cavendish. Is that, am I saying that right? Cavendish? Black Cavendish? That's what I'm smoking. But it's called something else. But that's what's in it. Sorry, I just remembered that for some reason. <laughs> All right. Favorite cigar lounge? Well, for many years, from 1993 until the end in uh, 2020, my favorite place was not Sherman. 
Well, uh, it was incredible place. Uh, it was not as much about cigars as about people. All people who worked there were my friends. I've uh, been uh, going there since it belonged to Sherman family. I knew uh, all people who've been working there for many years and all of them were telling me, working for Sherman family, it's like being part of the family. And I, as a customer, felt as part of the family myself. It was a very welcoming place, amazing people. Even though I could buy same cigars somewhere else and sometimes even cheaper, I was going there not just for cigars, but for the whole experience, to be among the friends. When I was walking into Natural store, I felt like Norm from Cheers. Like everybody said, hi, Norm. Same uh, as me. Everybody was, was saying, hi, Dmitry. And I felt I'm home. <laughs> Anywhere else you feel like that now? Well, now uh, it's, uh, there are two places in New York City like this. Baclarex, where I am right now, the oldest tobacconist in New York since 1910, and the last family-owned tobacconist in New York. And the other place is Casa de Monte Cristo on 2nd Avenue, very nice place. And uh, they have a great general manager, Rafael Alejandro Nodal, uh, son of uh, Rafael Nodal of Asian Room Cigars, uh, with whom I became friend uh, back at Nat Sherman. That's where I met him first time. So these two are my favorite places. <laughs> Where's your favorite place to smoke? Well, it also used to be Nat Sherman, and um, I am fond of Soho Cigar, and uh, definitely Barclar X. <laughs> yes. Very good place. Favorite place to smoke? Wait, first tell us where you're from, and then favorite place to smoke. Uh, so I'm originally from Texas. Uh, then I moved to Seattle for about eight years for uh, for work. Um, so favorite place to smoke in, in Texas, specifically San Antonio, uh, would be um, so a lot of the Casa de Monte Cristos are great places to smoke because they have them everywhere. Um, more of like the family ones that I found there that I thought were really cool uh, was called uh, a place called Club Humidor. They're actually a really big Davidoff uh, one as well too. Um, so that's actually where I get all my Davidoff from. And so the in Seattle, there is a members-only lounge called the um, um, uh, oh my the Vertigo uh, Lounge. The Vertigo Club is a really cool spot. Um, uh, shout out to my buddy Samuel Back, who's over there, and it's an amazing little spot. It's right downtown in Soho area or Soto area, sorry, in Seattle. Uh, that's a super cool place. In Seattle, though, my favorite place though was. Um, it was getting really cold and like it was COVID and so you couldn't go anywhere. So I ended up building a cigar room. Like I, I retrofitted one of my bedrooms into a cigar room and I was like, this must be totally easy. Like this would be fine. And like, I did not think through all the things and there's so much to go into like learning about ventilation, like air purification. Like how do you recycle air? Well, you need, you know, you need a exhaust, you need an intake for new air. You need all these other different pieces. Um, so most of my memorable things are like jam packed into like a small, tiny bedroom, and we have this like little patio that kind of went outside of it, and that was like my favorite place because it was like, and like I wanted to make it like super cool and like trendy, and I was like I was gonna sell the house, so I did, but like 
I never finished it, so it was always like this kind of half-assed, like, cigar room <laughs> that didn't have anything on the walls or anything. It was just like, oh, no, no, we're all going to, like, have enough whiskey that nobody will care about how I decorated this place, and then it looks like half like a storage unit, and <laughs> we'll, end up, we'll end up having good smokes and good, uh, and good whiskey, so, um, yeah. So cool. I love that. Sorry I just bombarded you into a podcast. I was just like, hey, welcome. Nice to meet you. Here you go. Have the microphone. <laughs> oh, nice. Sorry, I'm not just like ignoring you guys looking at my computer. I'm looking for questions that I've asked other people before. <laughs> what do you want to know? What is like everybody's underrated cigar? Like a cigar that people should know more about, but like it's under the radar that people are just like, oh, like you haven't smoked this, you really need to try this. And because like you always kind of walk into a cigar shop and they're like, you gotta try this, you gotta try this. And like once you finally get your profile and your palate, it's like, eh, like you think I know what I want, but not really. (laughs) I have one, what's yours? Well, about underrated cigars, uh, I can name the few. Well, uh, one of them, uh, uh, Fuente Casacuba Florfina. I'll take it over Opus X. Well, some Opus X are absolutely amazing. Some of them are just very good cigars. But Casacuba Florfina is very consistent. It's amazing smoke. That's actually last cigar that uh, uh, Carlos uh, Fuente blended himself before he died. And it's the only Fuente cigar which doesn't have name Fuente on it. It's a tribute to the Cuban heritage. That's why it's called uh, Casacuba Florfina. And uh, Vitolos named after Domino's pieces. Doble tres, doble cuatro, doble cinco, doble seis. Uh, some uh, of Quesada cigars are definitely underrated. Uh, well, uh, they make some absolutely amazing cigars. And uh, many people just don't know about them to appreciate them. If they try them, uh, I'm sure uh, a lot of cigar smokers will enjoy them. Like uh, uh, Casamagna uh, cigars, well, uh, Casamagna uh, been uh, made for uh, uh, Quesada by Placencia, at Placencia factory. Uh, that was a Nicaraguan line of um, uh, Quesada cigars. And uh, last year they also released Dominican uh, uh, Casamagna cigars, which are absolutely incredible. Yes, okay. So mine is this Buenaventura by Curavari. Have you ever heard of them? Oh, I have. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. They are amazing. They're one of my favorites. It's like, it's really leathery. So I like leather. It's leathery and cedary and almost chocolatey in the middle. Nicaraguan binder and filler, San Andreas wrapper. So it's pretty bold, but it's amazing. I have more at home, so I'm going to bring some for you guys. But since I won't see you, I'm going to give you this one. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm moving here, so we'll be here. Okay. Woo-hoo. Be here, yeah, no, I'm going to show up in Curapagos, which is really nice. complex. Apparently, it's like, don't know what we neighborhood to move into. Oh, gosh, yeah. No, no, it's okay. 
Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What is everybody's favorite neighborhood in Manhattan? Upper East Side. Oh, man. East Side, I thought it was all families over there is what I've heard. It is, but I'm like an old man. I, I don't like party or anything. <laughs> That's why I like it. It's quiet. Every time I come to Lower East Side, I'm like, oh, my God, it's so loud. <laughs> it's hilarious. I know. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> old man trapped in a young person's body. Like, club lounges has old soul, old, 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 like, old man. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, like, just relaxing, chilling. Yeah. Like. I mean, I grew up in cigar lounges. What do you expect? <laughs> Old man trapped in old man's body. <laughs> That's what, like, I always have back problems. Everyone's like, you're too young to have back problems. Like, my body doesn't agree. Like, it just... <laughs> I agree with you, but my body does not. <laughs> oh, man. What else, y'all? What else? I had, I, had, I had so many friends that are, like, health nuts in Seattle, and they were like, like, you can't like smoke cigars it's bad for you I was like I know a lot of old people that have been smoking for a long ass time like they're fine like they're going <laughs> my grandfather smoked since he was like 13 years old he ended up passing away of cancer but not lung cancer it never got to his lungs isn't that insane <laughs> it's insane right <laughs> Uh, and cigarettes too, like cigarettes, pipe, cigars, all day long. Crazy, crazy. I know. Right? <laughs> Hopefully, I get those jeans <laughs> because I really love smoking. <laughs> yes. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, uh, pairing for cigars. Yeah, favorite pairing. I love, I love like making my own espresso in the morning, and like a, a smoke like this, like a, a very light smoke with coffee with coffee with an espresso like a cortado is like oh so good so good just like chocolate leather toffee uh you know all mixed together uh, uh. dark maduro cigar is just like my favorite i know it's intense it's intense but i love it i can't help it that's good that's good <laughs> That one I gave you is good with a whiskey, bourbon, something. Yeah. Nicaraguan. Yeah. I like it with that at least. I don't know. What's your favorite pairing? Well, my favorite pairing it depends on the cigar I'm smoking. Uh, well, um, pretty much all cigars and pipe as well uh, pair very well uh, with coffee. Uh, also, um, if it's uh, something full body, uh, like uh, full body English uh, pipe blend, usually goes very well with uh, bourbon or rum. In summer, I prefer uh, dark rum. When it gets colder, I switch to bourbon. And same goes for cigars, if it's like full body, especially Nicaraguan with a lot of Lijero, usually goes very well with dark rum or bourbon. When it's something milder, usually goes very well with a Speyside or Highland whiskey. Uh, a lot of cigars actually pair really well with beer. Again, uh, uh, 
like more full body cigars, especially Nicaraguan, pair very well with a dark beer, porter or stout, and uh, milder cigars go better with a lager or ale. But it's a matter of personal preference. Just like some people like red meat uh, with a white wine. <laughs> yeah, some people like uh, full body cigar with uh, like uh, white wine or light beer. It's all matter of personal preference. I've heard that champagne is really good with cigars. Has anybody tried it? Yeah. Apparently it's like an amazing pairing. Well, uh, I had champagne with cigars, and usually champagne pairs very well with mild cigars. Uh, like... Uh, um, uh, uh, timeless Sterling. Very mild, but very flavorful cigar. Goes really well with champagne. Uh, but if it's a full-body cigar, uh, then uh, you need something stronger, like full-body red wine or like Isla whiskey or bourbon, something like that. <laughs> the My Father Opalentia, I think that pairs perfect with red wine. There's just like some really subtle dried fruit notes in it and for some reason it goes so good with red wine oh I love them I don't know anything I love a Montepulciano the Italian like the Bolton Cabs for with cigars are like amazing I love big bold red with the, with cigars are amazing people do wine and cigars there I know it's very interesting it's hard to do it's hard to pair it just cause wine is fruity and and cigars are earthy and leathery and it's different but it's doable <laughs> you know it's it's just hard to do I think you know what do you like to smoke with what do you like to drink with what do you like to drink when you smoke <laughs> um, I definitely enjoy uh, like a mild cigar with a nice ale I'm an ale girl yes I love my ale and uh, of course can't go wrong with a whiskey tasting especially a component tasting so good do you prefer to pair with pipes or cigars or the clothes I would Say with cigars, definitely cigars because they have a much more complex flavor. So it's like you take a sip, you enjoy, you taste the notes of the cigar and the drink. And I think too that it makes sense because there's so many different tobaccos in cigars, and that's just like wine. You know, it comes from all different regions and countries, and then it's blended. And so I think, yeah, that totally makes sense. How many pipes do you have? I have two. I'm a beginner, but uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have many more. <laughs> I definitely see that. <laughs> do you smoke a pipe? I do not. I do not. I have not ventured that way. But my buddy has been telling me that I need to just open it because there's a can of flavor. And there's, like, so many, like... Like, I love going down a bunch of different trails for flavor. Like, I'll chase flavors most of my life, I think. 
Yeah, like I, like in whiskey, I was into bourbon for so long, but then it became very like one notish, and so I would then venture to, of course, rise, which are the like the next one. And, but then it was like I want to see like rums, and I want to try rums from different regions, and I want to try scotches from different regions, and I want to try, you know, wine. And even a wine, wine's a whole other like anywhere in the world kind of place that makes wine. You want to like taste what they have, and I think the same thing is true with cigars. Same thing is true with pipes. I've wanted to get more into that though. My brother likes uh, pipes a lot. Um, I need, I need, I need to try more though. Yeah, that's how I felt. Just like a few weeks ago, I was like, I need to try a pipe. I need to try a pipe. And now I've been smoking it all the time. I just started like, when was the pipe event at Soho? The last one. Two weeks ago? Well, it's the second Tuesday of every month. What day is it? <laughs> was it last week? Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, okay. Yeah. That's when I started, and I love it. I love it. I had no idea, because I've tried it before, and I was just like, eh, I don't know. I think I like cigars better, but for some reason this time, I was just like, I like this. I don't know. It's really cool. Okay, what about food? What kind of food do you like to eat with cigars? Ooh. I don't know. So like if it's like if I'm snacking, I mean, I would like to eat, I would like to have my cigar while I'm snacking on stuff. Or I w- it would be like my after meal. I'd have like an after meal smoke. I think that's when it, that's when I feel like it settles everything and everything just kind of comes together. And it's like the crescendo of, it, of a good meal. But like during it, like I think like, yeah, like, Steak is really great, of course, because it's heavy and it can hold against it, you know. But if it's a lighter thing, then you know, fish is great too. But like, I, I typically don't smoke during a meal. But yeah, 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 yeah. It's mostly right afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the same way because I like to devour my meals. <laughs> I don't have time to smoke. <laughs> what do you like to eat with smoke? Um, some type of light snack, usually cheese and meat based. Some type of like uh, sliced uh, gruyere with a little brie, uh, some very thin prosciutto, little salami, different types of salami. Yeah, something like a wine and cheese, but no wine. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. What do you like to eat? Well, again, I usually uh, eat before I smoke. Um, like if I'm um, after um, like heavy meal, like piece of steak or lamb chop, I will go for full body cigar or like full body English blend. If it's uh, like light meal, then I'll go for Virginia tobacco or milder cigar. And also, um, uh, when it comes to pairing cigars and wine, the greatest expert is Michael Herklotz, uh, who was the vice president of Nat Sherman. Now he has his own company, Ferrotego. He's a wine drinker, and he really can pair wine and cigars. He, yeah, I've been to some of his events, uh, like wine and cigar pairing. He always finds the right combination. Yeah, he told me about pairing with champagne, too. Like, I'd heard it before, but he was like, yeah, champagne, I know, I've got to try it. Chocolate. See, I'm allergic to chocolate. Oh, okay, well then, yeah, don't pair. Oh, I can't do that. White chocolate, though, I can have white chocolate, because it's not actually cocoa. I'm allergic to cocoa. 
White chocolate is just a sweet vanilla. Right? Learn something new. Yeah. Actually, uh, when you smoke uh, something with a lot of nicotine, like a really strong cigar or very strong pipe tobacco, it's always good to have a piece of chocolate on the side. When you feel that nicotine overpowers you, have a little bit of chocolate. It increases your blood sugar and it counters effect of nicotine. Oh, good. Like a strong cigar, it was like, yeah, like get some sugar in your system because it's gonna affect you. And so, like having like a sugary drink is super helpful when you're smoking cigars and you're not used to the amount of nicotine that you get from it. That's why uh, uh, sweet dark rum usually goes very well with a full body strong cigar. <laughs> okay. I have tried that. That is very true, and it's very delicious. Nice. Actually, uh, my favorite parents. Uh, we were probably uh, Mombacho uh, Diplomatico cigar with a Diplomatico Reserva Exclusiva rum. Actually, that cigar was created specifically to pair with that rum. And another one, uh, Nat Sherman Epoca uh, uh, Nicaraguan 2019 limited edition with any dark rum. Like when you just smoke that cigar or you just drink rum, they all taste great, but when you have puff of that cigar after sip of dark rum, you get a rum raisin flavor, which neither one have separately. It creates that unique rum raisin flavor, which I never had from any other parent. That is amazing. I uh, The other day I discovered what you should not eat with a cigar. So my friend gave me this Opus X and I was like, it, it tastes like nothing. Like what? I, it's so mild. He was like, mild? What are you talking about? I had just eaten extra flaming hot Cheetos before. My tongue was numb. I couldn't taste the Opus X. That was a terrible decision. Don't eat anything spicy. <laughs> yeah, if you smoke Opus X, well, most of them after heavy meal, you will not taste much. <laughs> yeah, it was very sad. But the Cheetos were really good. <laughs> I do like a lot of snacks. Like, I love snacking. So I was thinking I need to start a second Instagram, cigars and snacks. Right? Well, there was like a whole thing with that. Like, wine for a whole time was doing like junk food and wine. Right? And that was a trend for a while. And I used to love it. I was like, yes, I want mac and cheese and with Cheetos on top and with my wine, my red wine. Yeah, I think that sounds like a great pairing. So good. Good. Yum. Dang, we're like 20 minutes in. Right? We're talking about parents because like more like more brands or different groups are now making coffee blends to go with uh, their like cigars or accessories or whichever. So like shout out to Peter James. So the Peter James Company, those guys are my are my, are my buddies uh, over there out of Canada. Um, they're doing a new coffee blend, and they just like selected their coffee blend, so they're like now going to be pushing that out pretty soon. Um, I have another buddy, um, Samuel Back, um, called uh, Malt Bay on uh, Instagram. 
he's also we're, uh, we're uh, I'm gonna try and fly with him to LA to do like a coffee like cupping session which is like where you select it's like whiskey tasting but for coffee and so we're gonna go do that so that we can uh, or so select the right type of coffee that you would have with a cigar and so he's gonna pair it and have it with like four or five different packs and then you get like five cigars and you get like the the coffee blend as well so I think I think it's super cool that people are doing that now and including that as part of their like packages or groups or offerings to other people so they can just try out that kind of stuff what is that? This is just what you're talking about. Okay, so it's K A F E, Caffey, and they have uh, coffee that goes with it. So it's like coffee that goes with it, and you can buy them together in like a pairing. They are so good. Yeah, you gotta try them whenever. They're amazing, especially with the coffee. Woo! And it's, I know I had to spell it before I said it, Caffey, because I didn't want you to think I had the accent, Caffey. <laughs> Well, I also love uh, good coffee and uh, different kinds of coffee actually pair uh, well with the different uh, cigars or with different tobacco. Um, like, for example, uh, Sumatra Mandolin, uh, which is very high intensity, low acidity coffee, goes amazingly well with a full body cigar, like something uh, with the Nicaraguan Esteli. And if I go with a milder cigar, uh, then I would uh, rather pair it with the Ethiopian, uh, uh, Yemenese, or uh, Kenyan coffee, which have higher acidity, they a little milder, uh, but uh, they create a really good combination. Sounds so good. Now I want coffee. Oh, wait, I have coffee. Shit. <laughs> it's hiding. Oh. Perfect. So I'm smoking the Wise Men right now, and it's the same blend as that Buena Ventura that I gave you. Like the Nicaraguan Binder and Filler San Andreas wrapper. Mm. I love really leathery. Love the leather. So good. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know, I love it. Yes. Because that's the only way I can get the chocolate. Because <laughs> I'm allergic. I have to get it through cigars. I can pick up Esteli I detect that uh, unique, like, uh, dark chocolate, leather, nuts flavor, which you cannot get from any other tobacco. Oh, so good. Now I'm hungry. Now I want coffee. <laughs> Well, this has been perfect. Thanks, guys, for letting me record while we chat. One of the things also that we um, forget to add also, when you have um, bushroom from the Caribbean, that a mixture of different spices and herbs and roots, um, and when you smoke the tobacco with it, it, it gives it such a nice flavor. And it's amazing. I, I did try it as a baby. I'm still growing. Um, but it's really, really amazing. So we need to try that. So from Grenada, we have um, the rivers and we have class code. But when you actually mix it together with the tobacco, oh, it's really, really amazing. So good. Nice. Damn. 
I want to try all of these things. <laughs> I need to have some coffee to try this. I'm trying this only with coffee. Only. Yeah. 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 What else, y'all? You got anything else? Sorry, I just brought out the southern in me. What else, y'all? I'm from Texas, so I'm, I'm totally, I'm okay. It's only, it doesn't even, like, register as, like, a thing. I just, I'm just like, oh, yeah, 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 it's totally fine. It's totally fine. You know, sometimes people be like, y'all, you just said y'all. I'm like, yeah, y'all. You can say y'all without an accent, and it's a very quick way to, like, to let somebody know, you know, like, regionally, like, you're like, oh, I'm from there, y'all. So, yeah, for sure. I actually don't know how people don't use y'all. To be quite honest, I don't know what they. I, yeah, nobody says you all, right? Like I don't actually know what people use when they don't use that. I don't. I don't. I don't know what they say. What do you guys say? You guys. You guys. Italians say use guys. Use guys. That's a very work Italian way. Yeah. <laughs> y'all use guys. You guys make sense. 45 minutes. Dang, it feels like it's been like 10 minutes. This is amazing. That's perfect. I got a whole freaking episode. Yeah, this is your official Boxy Barclay Rex episode. Yes. Okay, so today, exactly today, is my one year podcast anniversary. Play Rex with Vanessa. I know. Yes. And I'd never done a pipe episode before, so I was like, I gotta bring my stuff to this, do a pipe episode. But I got everything pipes, cigars, clothes, cigarillos. So good. Coffee! Rye. Oh my god, I want more of this rye. Are they open right now? Luckily, nobody sees what it actually is. Yeah, don't look at it. Don't look at it. Yeah. I'm also very ashamed because 787 Coffee is right down the street. They have the best coffee ever. Puerto Rico. One more shout out, real quick, because I'm wearing their I'm wearing their shirt right now. So Slayer, which is shout out to Joshua Ventura uh, from Slayer. So Slayer is like the Bugattis of espresso machines. They're like I, they're they're amazing. They're yeah. Send me one. I, <laughs> There actually is a guy here that called Tommy Gallagher out of out of out of New York that he's like the brand manager for them. And I'm like I'm like tell me the coffee shops that have a Slayer and I'm gonna go there because like I know more often than not it's gonna have like an amazing like because it's one of those one of those like machines that just needs like people that know what they're doing and like it then elevates them like the coffee so much higher after they do it. I think it's a it's a good product. It's a good thing. Cool. Thank you, guys. This has been awesome. Thank you for having us. This is amazing. And happy anniversary. Yeah, we're in a great time. Thank you, Dimitri, Richard, and friends. 
Stay tuned for another great episode to kick off season two with Michael Herklox telling his story from starting off being a drummer to working his way to the top with Davidoff, then Nat Sherman, and finally his own company, Ferriotego. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and I'll talk to you soon.